they first got together, I was like, oh, God, not these motherfuckers again. But actually, though, like... And that was, like, a while ago. Like, they've right? kept at it. They're so cute. They're engaged, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really cute. And he just looks happy. So, yes. I wonder if the rain is going to show up on the audio because i don't think we've recorded during a storm before like it's pouring i'm looking outside right now and it's pouring i don't think it's pouring by me yet um i feel like i doubt it's going to show up on the audio our technology is much more advanced i don't know i don't i mean because sometimes like the zoom auto filter of like the background noise is like really amazing and sometimes it's not like specifically i think shuri must be immune to the zoom audio filtering because i always hear stuff that she does she's pretty loud but like it filters out my screams so i don't Mm -hmm. know how it does that but not (laughs) bowl scrapes on the floor i mean those are pretty loud (laughs) yeah well i guess we'll have to see um how are you i'm pleasant i just came back from dinner with my friend kayla who is visiting for work and is she a listener um she's a new listener yes oh Mm-hmm. she like just started listening to our podcast or um, hey kayla thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's super adorable we talked about books but it was funny because um books the place that we ate at was it was very loud so if you could probably hear my voice is like a little strained because oh, i was why? shouting at her we, she was <laughs> like i feel like i'm gonna lose my voice after this i was like honestly me too <laughs> I was low-key kind of wondering. I was like, she sounds a little sick, but I thought I would mention No, it's it. because I was just <laughs> shouting at dinner. Like we I was getting hyped up too, talking about, well, we'll get to my media moment, but oh <gasps> well, um I don't think we're gonna be doing any shouting today. Yeah, hopefully. I don't think so either. So um how are you? I'm good. Um I'm like kind of anxious right now because well, I kind of want to like talk about anxiety in general in a second, but I'm anxious right now because of something that Nick is dealing with. And I alluded this to you before we started recording. Um, so Nick was supposed to be in Chicago right now for work. Is he sicky? No, he's not sicky. I don't know if you heard about these mass airline cancellations. No. You ever what? heard about this? I almost, no. I almost put this in the news section, but... For reasons I'll describe in a second, I didn't, but I'm kind of going to talk about it because of what Nick's dealing with. So airlines, like specifically U.S. airlines, have had to cancel like thousands and thousands of flights um, because of weather and there's a pilot shortage. Um, Right, that I did hear about. The point where they're actually trying to incentivize retired pilots to come out of retirement and join. Yeah, because there's like a shortage. And like, what are you going to do? You got to like send people to flight school like that takes years right so, right so it's kind oh of like a God. really big problem and particularly last weekend you know uh father's day slash juneteenth weekend it was bad like i think the statistic was like nine percent of u.s flights were canceled that's a what? lot that's a lot that's a lot of flights so it oh persists God. and so nick's flight was supposed to leave at 4 p.m from reagan uh and he was on the flight and it was delayed and delayed supposedly because of weather um which, you know, it's storming now, but it wasn't earlier. We should note that. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, sometime around like six, the plane went back to the gate because all flights were grounded. Um, wow. And they said, you you can get off the plane or you, or you can stay here. But then they said it was canceled. So he ended up getting off the plane. And then 
they said, oh, the flight's going to leave again. This was like an oh hour and a half later. So everyone got back on the plane. And then he was like, oh yeah, it says we're going to depart at like 810. He was all hopeful. And then he texted me at like 825 and he was like, flights canceled again. Oh my God. And so I feel bad because like I've been kind of with him for the last like four hours texting him about this. And so um, I guess I'm just going to have to hope that he gets a solution. Um, oh, that's while exhausting we're too, like going on and then getting off. I know, and then, like, like waiting. I feel awful. And he left his AirPods at home, so he can't even <gasps> listen to music. I know. <sighs> I told him, I told him it's, well, I didn't know the flight was going to be this uh, delayed or whatnot, but I told him, okay, at least you brought a book, you know, like try and focus on the book on the, on the flight. But no, he's had no AirPods this whole Damn. time. I feel so bad. And he had to pay like 12 bucks for like a ham and cheese croissant oh, to eat something. Nick. So he's just going through it. So let's just hope that he can, honestly, at this point, I hope he could just go home. Like, I hope that it's canceled and he can get a flight tomorrow morning and he could just go home. We shall see. But very wow. chaotic Damn. for our boy. And I feel bad about that. But other than that, I'm doing okay. Um, the thing that I was alluding to is I feel like my anxiety lately has been, I don't know if it's like an all time high, but it's been very high lately. And so I kind of made a decision this week and maybe going forward that I might not be talking as much about like quote unquote serious news topics because I'm just kind of in a place where I feel like I have to actively distance myself from the news to try and like quell my anxiety. Cause there's just so much, so much shit going on right now. Right. And I hate it because I've always been the type of person where I think that blissful ignorance is kind of like toxic in its own way. Um, particularly the people that seem to take pride in it. I just think like you should stay in the know, you should educate yourself, You're but right. I just need like like a break you know no, it's definitely different from like choosing from like reading something and choosing not to like dwell on it because it's going to cause you anxiety than to just like be ignorant on things because and then be like oh i don't know anything <laughs> you yeah, know that's true like sometimes you do have to step away um so i totally feel that i i and you know what i feel like maybe our listeners might be on the same boat like it might be nice to get a respite from maybe all of the craziness that we have to look at everywhere because it is tough. Sometimes I think about that too, especially like with the type of work that I do, I'm like, not only do I have to deal with this in my personal life, but it's like, I show up to work and it's like, oh yeah, I have to write an email today, like preparing yeah. for the Supreme court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Like that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like that on top of a lot of things that are going on right now. And I just kind of I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it too. And I figured at least something I could do was try to maybe focus on more positive news, which is ironic considering at least one of the stories I'm going to be talking about, but you know what I mean? Like not like American well, politic related news. Right. And also like gun this podcast news. is supposed to be fun for us. Right. And if it gets yeah. to a point where it's not fun, then it's like, okay, what can I do to fix that? So that this doesn't become like a chore. Yeah. So we're going to see how this little respite from <laughs> bad news goes and let's just get started. I only yeah. have three news stories to talk about. The first thing, I guess it's like, it's like kind of good, kind of bad, but, um, so Chicago, Chicago police officers will apparently no longer be allowed to chase people on foot if they suspect them of quote minor offenses. And this is like, driving on suspended um, licenses, drinking alcohol in public. Um, 
the interesting line from this article, it says, but they will still have discretion to quote, chase people who they've determined are committing or about, about to commit crime. Okay, there you po- go. <laughs> pose, quote, an obvious threat to any person. Right. And I don't know. I guess like the one positive thing about this is they're not allowed to give chase just because someone runs away from them. Right. Which I guess is a, because the whole this whole thing sprouted from like multiple deaths during foot chases. One of the victims was 13 years old. <gasps> um, and that was over a year ago. So Jesus. of course it took time to like do any sort of action. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like a start, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it's a big city, so I figured it's right. worth commenting on. No, for sure. I feel like you're right. That is a start. Um, I feel like the deciding factors are incredibly subjective. So yeah. I don't know how well it's going to change the statistics, but it's a start and we're trying to be positive. So we'll yes. take it. <laughs> it's a start. It'll save some lives, you know? Right. Or at the very least, I feel like this is a different way for them to hold police accountable. Like say it doesn't save a life, but at the end of the day, like this is a policy that I hope is going to be strictly enforced. And so like looking back, if something like that where a 13 year old is killed, um, I hope that in the process of investigating that they would be like, well, what could a 13 year old have been doing that? Like you could have just not chased them. That's true. And at the end of the day, I'm like all for kind of making police officers nervous like <laughs> i mean of course these sorts of restrictions and policies are going to say people but also i just like the idea that it's putting officers on edge because they i don't i don't right. think they want to get in trouble at the end of the day so right i'm <laughs> sick of them doing stuff without a care in the world you know like yeah. if this is if they're gonna do it and be like oh shit i i just fucked up it's like okay well at least you realize you you know i don't know like you should be careful, right? And you should be worried about what's th- if something happen. needs to force you to be careful, then so be it. So be it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <With the> police. <laughs> um, so a cherished entity has Aww. died at the age of 26. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Cause like <laughs> we're 25, 26. I love how they don't know what I'm talking about yet. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> um, internet Explorer has died at the age of 26 she leaves us at 26 years of life almost made it to the 27 club um but super close you can no longer use download access anything internet explorer she is survived by the quote faster microsoft edge but i actually fucking hate microsoft i hate microsoft edge oh my god it's just just cheap google it's cheap google chrome that's what it is yeah so i mean don't get me wrong. Internet Explorer, as nostalgic as it is, I never really liked her either. <laughs> so. I mean, there was a point, though, where she was like, all we had, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. So RIP. Yeah. I'm honestly and- <laughs> surprised that she's lived, that she's made it to this point. Like, who was who was I still know. downloading Internet Explorer that they were like, yeah, let's keep that. <laughs> I'm Well, the thing is, I'm just sure that there's a lot of older people out there that didn't even know about this. And now they wake up today and they're just like... <laughs> Oh like, shit! <laughs> so that's kind of sad, but um, yeah, R.I.P. And speaking of R.I.P., okay, I need to give a huge disclaimer before this story. So, you guys, I respect human life, and I rec- <laughs> I recognize that there was a very tragic death and like destruction of property here. I recognize that, but we're trying to find the comedy in life, and this story's fucking funny. Like. Point like Twitter period. had no problem turning this into humor. So yes, 
it's Point not even period, on us anymore. This is funny. And I'm call- <laughs> I'm just calling it. It's funny. And if you haven't heard about this, please be prepared to laugh. Um, so <laughs> the log line for this is that an elephant killed a woman and returned to her funeral to wreak havoc. <laughs> but I'm going to give some more details. So this happened on June 10th. A 70-year-old woman from India. Her name is Maya Murmu. Um, she's from Raipal village in India. She was brutally attacked by an elephant in a nearby forest while collecting water. She was rushed to the hospital, but she was pronounced dead quickly after. So that's sad. Right. And like, if it had, if it just ended at that, it would have been sad. RIP. But the elephant proceeded to attack her funeral and specifically targeted her, her corpse, (laughs) um, trampling it furiously before letting out a roar that signaled other elephants from the herd to wreck the village. Wait, Um, I didn't even read all of this in the article that I said. And the elephant that killed Maya and trampled her corpse at the funeral somehow was able to identify the house she lived in and smashed the house up and killed the goats that she had. God damn. And so by the end of this all, almost the entire village was wrecked and many of the inhabitants lost their homes, but luckily no one was injured. Um, But the thing about all this and why I feel like it's kind of okay to laugh a little bit is that some people have speculated that the woman may have done something to offend the elephant in the past because elephants have really long elephants memories. Elephants don't forget. They really don't. Like they literally have like really long memories compared to other mammals and they're known to exact vengeance on humans or other animals that have caused them pain. Mm-mm-mm. So this whole thing is just very funny to me. Like it's just like, can you imagine? The fact it- that it not only <laughs> killed her, but then was like, and you know what? I'm not done. <laughs> and showed up to the funeral. The, showed up to the funeral, trampled the corpse, destroyed her house, killed her goats, called backup to destroy the whole <laughs> village. This is insane. And you know what's funny with animal behavior? It's like, you know, they had to like plan this out, right? Like they were plotting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if I've ever had a moment where I've wanted to see inside of a creature's brain, it would be inside the mind oh, of this it's homicidal this. elephant. It's this. Yeah. Like I want, I want to follow it from the idea when it was like, you know what? <laughs> I could kill this lady and keep fucking up her life um, <laughs> to the execution. Right. Like I want to, I want to see the whole process. Elephants yeah. are brilliant. If you guys don't know, um, elephants are my favorite animal. I have. Oh, that's right. I have lots of elephants. Um, just like you know, I, elephant things, elephant, I don't want to call it like what, um, paraphernalia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not paraphernalia. Wait. So are you, like- se- are you secretly a member of this vengeful elephant? Of the clan? club, the clue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's just say I'm not team the lady that got trampled. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, you want to know like a really weird thing? What? When I was in like kindergarten or like first grade, I think I was in first grade. There was a teacher who taught the grade below me. So I think she was a kindergartner, a kindergarten teacher who also loved elephants. And she would give me like elephant movies to watch as a kid. And so she gave me like Dumbo and then elephant she gave me, movies. she gave me this one movie. Wait, I will never forget this. She gave Wild me this Thornberry's one movie. movie. What? Wild Thornberry's movie. No, it was not the, the best elephant movie of all time. Okay, no. It was this <laughs> sad movie about like this elephant got that separated from his mom and it was it was so sad. I will never forget it. What was it called? I genuinely don't remember I'm gonna what look it, it up. was called. I just remember it was like real life. It looked like it was like you know how they 
make movies with like real animals and it looks like they're talking oh I my god like like, like um fucking milo and otis about <gasps> yes. the pug and yes. the cat yes like that. it was like that but it was like elephants and this elephant got separated from its mom and it was so sad i was like oh a little kid too and i was like oh my god <laughs> is it whisper an elephant's tail bro i genuinely don't remember <laughs> like you could just name any movie and i'd be like sure but I, <laughs> this teacher used to give me these movies to watch and they were of course were vhs's wait um, this looks like home. it because it says it, it this is totally it because it came out in 2000 stop um, let me see the, the poster is hold on let me look up on my phone because i looked up on my laptop but the poster is like live action but it says voices angela bassett joanna Lumley. angela bassett yes hold on let me look up this poster <laughs> on my phone whispers an elephant's tail maybe that was it. that's such oh a good God. title I feel like this is totally it. Look at that poster. I think that was that was it. Yeah, whispers. Oh my god. Walt Disney. Maybe oh it was god. Disney. Maybe it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh my god, the slogan on the poster says from back of the pack to head of the herd. Wow, king. And the the synopsis, I completely forgot that a baby elephant named Whispers finds himself separated from his mother. Okay, yes, he got separated from his mom. I I don't want to spoil the ending, but I feel like I remember him <laughs> finding his mom again. So, it's okay, oh. all is well, but it was like emotional for me being in six, in like first grade. I was like my god that's a lot i mean it's giving very much um oh what was the other the big homeward bound that was the other <gasps> one where it was like live action but with voices yeah homeward bound one and two was that like a 2000s being. like fad type thing do they still do that oh homeward bound started the trend that was like 90s also i have an update for you okay what whispers and elephant's tale is on disney plus <laughs> it's an <laughs> hour and 12 minutes it's very short <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could remember this teacher that I didn't, it wasn't even my teacher. Can you get off of me, please? Sure. He said, stop, stop talking about elephants. She said, Christ. it's time for the attention to be on me. Literally. She's like, I I'm not have, an elephant. She said, I have big ears too. I want to be you part of this. You have big ears. Okay. Well, okay. I love that. We just learned. We about went Whisper. on a tangent. Um, yeah. Should we move to music? Cause I'm done with news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. RIP Maya. R.I.P. Sorry you got trampled multiple times. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about music because today, actually, when I was at dinner with Kayla, she was like, what are you going to talk about on your podcast tonight? And I was like, girl, do I have a story for you? Uh, so I gave her like a little sneak peek. Oh, okay. So no you actually told me about this when this first came out. We talked about it over text. I did? Yeah, remember when you sent me that oh, article yeah. about how the Grammys? Did you see that? The lightning? Yeah, lightning. Bruh. We're seeing okay. the same lightning. That's how it works. That's we're so close crazy. to each other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, are you at your place or next place? Oh, I'm at my place. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's only like and six and a half miles. Yeah, you're right. DC traffic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So we talked about this, but we I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. So if you guys don't know, the Grammys just announced that for this coming cycle, they're going to introduce a new songwriting category, which is like revolutionary. Um, and it's kind of like, why weren't they doing this before? Right. And so I feel like that most, the like immediate concern was like, okay, our pop artists who also write going to just like sweep this category, right? Like Taylor Swift, Bruno Mars, Adele, like are yeah. those people going to get this award and like leave, you know, other songwriters that are less recognized in the dust well the grammys has a solution for you which i think this <gasps> is actually really interesting to me basically um like 
within the description of like how you can qualify for this award, they've kind of like built something into that. So you, in order to qualify for this award, um, let me read the quote. Songwriters must have written a minimum of five songs in which they are credited solely as a songwriter or co-writer. So what does that mean? You may ask. Let me use the infamous example of Taylor Swift because we know uh, that she writes most of, almost all, like all of her music, right? Yeah. But in this example, and we know she writes music for other people. So this is actually a good example. Um, she would not be able to be nominated in this category for five of song, five songs that she also is credited as the performer. But if she writes five songs for other people and she submits those five songs, she can be considered for this award, but not for her own music, if that makes sense. Interesting. So you can't be credited as a performer and a songwriter or co-writer. You have to only be credited as a writer or a co-writer. I mean, that makes sense because yeah. you're giving more of a spotlight no, to actual great. songwriters. Exactly. There's like so many people who are like behind the scenes that you wouldn't even realize. Um, yeah. And there's so there's this art or artist Amnesia Charles, who I like found out about on TikTok. She makes TikToks that are like songs of mine that you've probably heard before that you didn't even know it. And like, holy shit, she wrote Rain on Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. She wrote oh. Positions by Ariana Grande. She wrote oh. a ton of stuff for like Summer Walker, Kaylani, Beyonce, Chris Brown, like writes for tons of R&B artists, which Chris Brown. <laughs> I'm surprised, um, by the way, that you did not put that on here. What? <laughs> the oh, fact about that Normani? I mean, what am I going to say? Christopher Brown. We don't trash. like him. Yeah garbage not to be rude but you look like garbage (laughs) (laughs) oh my god brown um but yeah it's like that's someone that you like you're like you wouldn't hear normally like you wouldn't recognize their name but like you recognize all their music so it's like hmm, interesting Hmm. something to ponder yeah so we'll (laughs) see once award season comes back around which can you believe I feel like it's already going to come up so quick. Okay. It's not. <laughs> but to me, it is like planning out the rest of my year. I'm like, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's like a little confusing because some awards come for others. So right now, for right. instance, it's, well, yeah. it's uh, Emmy season. Right. So the Emmys are weird, but yeah. I, I guess I'll say this. Like it's already end of June. Like we're halfway through 2022. I guess that's, it's like freaking me out. That is kind of crazy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I just want to say really quick y'all know drake released an album last week um we know how his albums be doing on the charts uh regardless of whether they're good or not (laughs) (laughs) which i will have to say i actually told nick this i was like i'm gonna force myself to listen to this album before the podcast because i'm gonna be able to talk about it because everybody's been talking about like some people think it's good some people think it's bad so i was like i'm gonna listen to it um i like hit play and then I was like, why would I listen to this when I could listen to music I actually like? So uh, I turned it off. What's this one called again? Um, it's like, an- anyway, never mind or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I literally do not give a fuck. Hold on. Let me actually look up the name of this is it, is it? Oh, it's like honestly, another... never mind. Honestly, never mind. That's what it's called. Is it another one that's like over an hour long? Or is some it? Shit? Hold on. Let me look. I it's, feel like he's gotten it, in the habit of that. It did look like it was really long uh it's only 52 minutes that's not bad that's still pretty long but like scorpion was long as fuck but scorpion was like actually a really good album like i will sit here and defend scorpion until i die Uh, interesting i love that album um and i don't even really like drake but his old music great this stuff 
Sorry, you guys. I can't say that I'm a fan. And it's been so funny watching people that I follow on social media, like defend Drake so hard. And I'm like, you know, he's not, he's not listening. Like you can see (laughs) he's not going to know, you know, but some of my friends like literally defend that man (laughs) to the end of the earth. It's hilarious. But yeah, so I don't know. I didn't really like it, but I thought it was notable that um, this is going to be like our last week of peace until next week when his music actually gets charted um like on the billboards because uh, he was already like spotify releases their charts like every couple of days and because they update you know pretty often because it's just based on like what's streaming and he was the entire top 10 of the global debut charts so <laughs> that's global Jesus christ like that's that's pretty big so uh and you know how his music always does where like half of the top 10 will just be different songs from his album so i'm like yeah great so, whatever but on the bright side actually this is funny everybody thinks that this is why drake surprise dropped his album because beyonce announced that she's dropping an album and they were like yo drake got scared so he just dropped his album out of the blue um beyonce's back y'all hey. and she's telling everyone to quit their jobs <laughs> oh you mean with her new single yeah i've seen some that's another thing that black twitter took and just ran with it well it's just a very interesting set of lyrics for Beyonce <laughs> to include on a single talking about nine to five girl <laughs> like what does she know about working she's been doing fucking know. destiny's child since the 90s <laughs> like girl yeah but, but yeah true. we're glad she's back apparently this is going to be a multi act affair who knows if it's multiple albums or See, one I've act seen, is like i've seen film. people like speculating <clears throat> the most popular thing I've seen is people saying like one part is the album another part's going to be like a visual element like either a vi- another like visual album or like a movie or something I feel like at this point Beyonce can't do a big project without doing a movie <laughs> like she everything she's done has had like such big visual elements for the last like couple years I mean I'm down for that because the film component of Lemonade in particular is like a masterpiece. Right. She's she does it and really well. Black is King it was also really good. A little bit long but <laughs> What did they call it? What did I say? Oh, somebody on Twitter called it uh Wakanda capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um but that's okay. I actually liked Black is King visually. I know a lot of people had problems the with The costumes, it, but... the costume budget for that. Oh my god, and um her Oscars performance at the tennis court See, Stunning. Beyonce knows how to pull off a visual. It's element. true. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm praying that it is a movie. Yeah, I'm a, down for that. <laughs> a, a long music video, a short film. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> okay. How That's do you all think, I had for music. Wait, but oh. how do you feel about this? The single now that it's out, Break My Soul. Um, It's like a little, like, what do they call it? Like house. It's definitely house. It samples yeah. a very famous house beat. And it's funny because I was, I think I, texted this in the group chat too where it sounded derivative to me but it's because the same song was sampled in one of charlie xcx's songs off her new album this year so i was like oh it sounds like used to know she's in her charlie era because they sample the same song um i have to say though stop coughing sorry damn (laughs) disgusting associated and just started coughing um uh i mean it's fine. It has been stuck in my head, which I guess yeah. is Yeah, see, I feel like song. at this point, Beyonce is like the marvel of the music industry. She like can't make anything like truly garbage. I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret There's good this. quality control yeah. with yes, Beyonce exactly. and her team. She knows what the people know? like. Yeah. yeah, her team knows what the people like. I feel like we're never going to be like 
oh my god this is like she's in her drake era <laughs> yeah i don't know if there will be her chance be the a, rapper era a oh flop era yeah no that's not gonna come and especially because like you said if there is a visual component it's, it's gonna, gonna it's gonna make up for it yeah yeah i mean even like the what the vogue photo shoot that's already happened oh my god incredible Stunning. so Stunning. very excited july 29th right i think so comes out yeah <laughs> lit <laughs> um not my boss sending an email three minutes ago oh, go to sleep Crazy. just kidding it's, go to sleep. <laughs> it's nine o'clock <laughs> you're silly okay yeah. that's all i had for music okay entertainment time time <laughs> that yeah let's do it <laughs> um so this feels like it happened forever ago I should note that we are recording on a Wednesday and not a Tuesday night, but still, this feels like yeah. it happened forever ago. We got our first look at Ryan Gosling as Ken <laughs> in the new Barbie movie. As you all probably know, if you're up to date, we are just really looking forward to this We're film. jacked. Very curious. And uh, speaking of jacked, Ryan Gosling, pretty jacked. I am kind of obsessed with this picture because it's like, I feel like half the people on social media did not get it and i know it sounds very like pretentious but i feel like they didn't get it because it's not it's clearly not going to be like a straightforward like oh barbie's awesome and it's not like right. it's clearly gonna have some critique to it this picture definitely also confirmed that it's just gonna be straight up i mean we've talked about it. it's gonna be straight up camp like yeah 100 i mean his spray tan the bleached hair right the fucking like, you can't Ken take that seriously underwear. the underwear that was where I so funny, but that was funny because that's such a small detail that you know Barbie like that's the type of shit that they do in the yeah. dolls. So I appreciate that. Um, and so many people like pulled the picture that he was like modeled after of like the actual doll. Yeah, what is it? they call it on Twitter gay Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, so, it looks great. Like, <laughs> I'm just so excited. I I'm so sad that it's still over a year away. I know. I didn't realize. I thought it was coming out <sighs> later this year, and then I saw that, no. and I was like, oh. I mean. I guess like there's something to be said for drumming up hype early, but, but no. I'm, it also breeds disappointment because I'm like, shit, that's over here. Like, we're going to see the Super Mario Brothers movie before Barbie comes out. With Chris that's Pratt? That's what's come out in April. Oh, hell no. We, ha we don't even have a trailer for that yet. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm going to talk about that movie in a second, by the way. We're going to oh circle God. back to that, um, which is why I mentioned it. But anyway next story so do you know what the halo series is the video game the video series? games yeah. yeah very popular video game series it's an xbox series it's probably like their flagship series it's been around for 20 years well the newest game it's halo infinite there's a multiplayer component of course wait do and they have like tv show or movies on yeah halo? there's yeah there's a tv show on paramount plus that just ended um <laughs> okay. yeah i know <laughs> um <laughs> So anyway, there's a multiplayer component and you can have different like skins for your armor, like different colors and they have names. So <laughs> they had. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> sensing racism <laughs> yep. or something. <laughs> yeah, they had a Juneteenth themed cosmetic that no. was introduced over the weekend and it's, no, it's black, red and green. No, they don't. And it was called Bonobo. <gasps> and for those of you who don't know, Bonobo is a species of ape. Ooh. Um, I'm, a, this, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. This was quickly renamed following <laughs> backlash, but they renamed quickly it. Quickly renamed. They renamed it to Freedom. <laughs> it's the freedom for me. <laughs> so very uncomfy. Yeah, very uncomfy. <laughs> I 
honestly, how are people still making these mistakes? That's, That's what, what I'm I wondering. Was, I'm like, I it's know. 2022, you guys. I was Google talking to is Nick free. about this. Like, you can't, you know, there was meetings about like, okay, what are we going to name these cosmetics? Like, I don't care if there's a hundred of them. You guys must have sat down and talked about this. Right. And there clearly was not a black person in the room. But even so, I'm like, are white people this ignorant? Y'all are really telling me that you didn't think like, oh, there's like a racial stereotype. Like, are you serious? Girl, I don't know. Oh my God. They, they, I almost included like their apology slash excuse, but I just thought it was stupid because they basically what were was like, it? they were like, oh, Bonobo just happens to be like the name of a program we run um in the yeah. software. So it's possible that like this was just like renamed because of that, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you guys. Even so, again, are y'all really that? You're telling me you're all that ignorant. Like that you don't, like you didn't realize? Yeah. <sighs> Mad unfortunate. And then they said, <laughs> freedom. They changed the freedom. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Giving Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, oh, yikes. I told you I was going to come back to the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Let's. The animated movie. So uh, the CEO of Illumination <laughs> Animation, which is making this film, uh, his name is Chris Melodandry. Of course. He, he's funny. I, I just need to read the way the article put this because it's <laughs> funny to me. They said he's apparently under the assumption that his studio is being criticized for casting Chris Pratt as the uh, plumber in its upcoming Mario movie due to concerns over Italian representation and not because, you know, Chris Pratt sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and this was Mr. Melodandry's quote, which is so funny. He said, when people hear Chris Pratt's performance, the criticism will evaporate, maybe not entirely. People love to voice opinions, as they should. I'm not sure this is the smartest defense, but as a person who has Italian-American heritage, I feel I can make the decision without worrying about offending Italians or Italian-Americans. I think we're going to be just fine. This sounds like satire, but this is a real interview, you guys. This fool was like, I don't think people are going to be offended. Like the first fact of all, that he thinks that that's why people were like I irritated know. that Christmas. Well, first of all, um, Italians are white, so let's just literally get Italians face no type of like yeah. racism or anything. Like, let's be clear: an Italian okay? stereotype is not racial. Like, you might be offended right. by it, but it's not actually offensive. <laughs> it's like how, like, I don't know, an Irish stereotype is not really offensive. Right. Exactly. Like, that, well, that that that's part one. Part two is that he's just blatantly ignoring all of the issues that come with casting Chris Pratt. And then part three is he's not like, oh, this actor is being like overused as fuck at this point in the animated yeah. movie. Here. Like, he's there's just a, ignoring there's a part all four. of the actual- There's a part four. This whole series, the characters don't talk. So like, what is this going to be like? Right. I have no idea. So, oh my God. I'm very so concerned. It's going to be trash. That's what it's going to be. And we're just going to sit there and watch the trailers and be like, it's going to be like when they dropped the first Sonic trailer and everybody was like, you know, there was like a collective gasp, like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) They had to fix it. That being said, I will be seeing this. (laughs) It will be a hate watch. But also speaking of this movie, there is speculation because Illumination's new movie, uh, Minions 2, is coming out on July 1st. There's speculation that there might be a trailer for this movie to book, to go in front of that. 
So like, we might be getting something. See, that's what's funny. I feel like Marvel has me like so messed up with like how timing and like pacing of like marketing your movie should be. I'm like, already? <laughs> <laughs> well, like it makes it, I mean, it's Marvel kind of started this too, where it's like, okay, well, if you have a film from the same, the same studio that's coming right. up, you probably should drop a trailer for it when the previous film's coming out. So there, Illumination doesn't have another movie coming out before the Mario movie. Yeah. besides minions so and it's the same audience you know so yeah. we'll we'll see could be getting a trailer or like in the very least maybe like a one minute like teaser trailer like a next teaser week. yeah because obviously they have some animation done if it's out in less than a year right and he did say in that quote i read some of it on twitter where he's like we've recorded over like more than half of the film already and he sounds yeah. great and we're like oh okay, shut up <laughs> i just need to i need to know is he no. doing an accent or is he just going to sound like chris pratt Imagine either way Mario it sounds just awful sounds like chris pratt. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad and then are they gonna do like games and stuff like i don't know chris pratt. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh no oh, oh god. my god I'm, i can't wait so bad <laughs> Okay, Wait, isn't okay. he doing something else? Garf is, is he doing a Garfield? Garfield? <laughs> I just tripping. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. I if feel he like is, he's doing another animated movie. If he is movie. voicing Garfield, I'm going to scream. Oh, he yes, is? he is. Yes. <laughs> isn't he doing another one? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like you said, he's probably doing all these animated movies because he doesn't have to be vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to be vaccinated and people love to see people his People don't have to work with him. <laughs> yeah. No, he should have just stopped with Emmett in the Lego movie. Like honestly, that, that was, was his peak. That peak, was his animated peak. Peak voice work. That yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Because Emmett like is Chris Pratt. But like Chris Pratt before he got buff and turned to Fat an Pratt. Asshole. Fat Pratt. Not Fat Pratt. That's what he called himself. <laughs> That's not me. That's him and Anna Ferris when they were okay. in love and Chris Pratt wasn't an asshole. Yeah. Okay. True. Anyway, let's move on. Um, my last story is about Bradley Cooper. I don't know if you heard about this, but according to Nick, it was big on Twitter. Did you hear about this or no? Wait. No? Okay. So Bradley Cooper revealed on a recent episode of the Smartless podcast that a famous director once mocked him for having only seven Oscar. Oh, wait, no, okay, sorry. Wait. He wasn't mocked for having only seven. He was mocked because the fact that he had seven and the, let me just lay it out for you. So okay. this occurred during a party um, during the Star is Born like awards season for your consideration run. And of course, Bradley Cooper starred and directed that. So at this party, Bradley Cooper met with a quote famous, it's a quote, like we don't know, know who it is. Uh, Do we have like speculation of who it is? <laughs> we don't, but there is speculation to be had and we'll get there. Okay, okay. So he met with this quote famous director who made a joke about Bradley Cooper's seven Oscar nominations. Um, and Cooper was at the party with a famous actress, his friend, who had three Oscar nominations at the time. And the director told Cooper, quote, what world are we living in where you have seven nominations and she's only got three? Stop. <laughs> oh so my mean. God, that is so bogus. Oh. Yeah, and oh. during the interview, Bradley, he said like, 
go fuck yourself but i doubt he actually said that irl he was just saying it right. like, in reaction right um but i do want to speculate i wonder who this famous actress is with three nominations now well, this is 2017 okay. so as of 2017 she had three nominations and i'm assuming no wins was it scarlett johansson you think was that the same year she got like she had two acting uh no that was 2019 oh damn it yeah i was thinking it could be Amy Adams. Are they friends? See, that's the thing. It's so hard to decide. Like, what does that mean? Like celebrities, I can't tell who's friends with whom. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was a way of covering up date. I don't know. Oh, are they fucking? Wait, I thought Amy Adams <laughs> was married. Oh no, Isla Fisher. Sorry. Is hold on. Amy Adams married? I lo- I'm doing lots of Googling this episode. You are. Usually I'm the Googler. Googler. Wait, it autocorrected to married to Borat. That's Isla That's Fisher. That's Isla Fisher. That's oh, what I was yeah. thinking. She's been married for seven years. Who? Isla Fisher or Amy Adams? Amy Adams. Okay. <laughs> okay I don't, we don't know who this actress is. We don't know who the director is, but that's like so out of pocket, but I kind of love the drama of it all. I want to like, I want to think on this. I'm like, which director could this be? That's like famous is obviously another man. We're not, <laughs> okay. We're not going to know the director, but I feel like with adequate research, we could narrow down we could, some potential we could. actresses. We'll, we'll we have a we'll we have a fact after. about her. We don't have a fact about the director, but right. we have a fact about the actress. So mm-hmm. we'll do some research and get back to you guys on that. <laughs> anyway, I'm done with entertainment. Your turn. All right, you guys. Um, I oh my gosh, I like kind of forgot what I put in here. Wow, the tea is hot. Um, piping. Okay, I feel like I'm gonna end up talking about one of these for a little long time. So I don't need to talk about that. No. Oh, you want me to talk about that? Get away. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, fine. Okay, let's start at the top. Let's start from the very beginning. (laughs) That's British. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Spoiler alert: We're talking about the British monarchy. They are trash. <laughs> yeah, but pretty. You already much. knew that. Um, but recently, more stuff has been coming up. At least on TikTok, um, there was like a trending hashtag: hashtag the royal family lied. That Ooh. is basically <laughs> referencing, if you remember, last year when Harry um, and Meghan did, uh, you know, the Sussexes did the <laughs> Oprah interview. It was yes. like right around the same time when everybody was like, yo, this interview is about to blow shit wide open. Um, the royal family was announced that they were doing an investigation into bullying allegations against Meghan Markle from their staff. And so now their investigation is finished and they are refusing to re- reveal the findings of said investigation. So that basically Ooh. means that they found nothing and the investigation was bullshit. Um, which we knew, and they did the same thing to Diana. So they're not sneaky. Um, but because of this discussion, like more and more things have been like being, have been like coming to the surface, um, including like this clip of Harry, which I wanted to like play it somehow, but I don't think I'm going to be able to, um, like talking about basically how he has regrets about like f- waiting as long as he did to like make a move against his family to like protect his wife against like the constant acts of racism that she experienced from the public, from the press, from his own family members. And he said, even when he like decided that he wanted to leave his royal duties behind, they told him like, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. And he was like, well, like basically like, fuck you. Like, when is it going to be allowed? And when my wife like dies, like, that's what you're going to let happen. And he's like, that's what happened to my mom. And I, I don't want that to happen to my wife. 
like I'm just losing more and more women. And I was like, oh my God. It's sad. It is sad. And it's sad because like we know now after the Oprah interview that at that point, Megan was like suicidal. So it was like <sighs> very awful. Um, and still these people just, I mean, like we said, they're aging like milk and it's clear because <laughs> they're hating ass bitches. And look at <laughs> Megan and Harry. They have two beautiful children. They're happy living in Tyler Perry's house. They're Be like fine. living it up. Um, yeah, they look great. Uh, Harry's not bald like his brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that is a thing. And um, I hate the Royals. I love Megan and Harry. I was one of the people in 2019 that got up at 6 a.m. to watch their wedding. It was that's so cute. <laughs> I, me and my roommate, we literally got up early as fuck, turned on the TV, and we were like. <laughs> <laughs> It was so special, especially because like Megan is someone that represents like people like me, mixed yeah. black women. You know, she was out here doing shit. I'm not doing as much as Megan is, but I mean, like she is a real role model. So I love her. I respect her. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's like I was. So we talked about this offline. But um, like I said, uh, mom and I watched Spencer just on Sunday and it was my second time, but it was her first time watching it. And I was just like, it's just so like fucked up. What has happened to Harry and his mom and now in his life? And not going to lie, whenever that bitch ass William came on screen, I was like, right. Ew. <laughs> no, but yeah. literally. And the fact that Harry's the only one that seems to like actually care about preventing what happened to his mom from happening to literally anyone else. Like he's yeah. the only one that's saying this shit. Like why is the brother? I mean- the brother is first, you know, next in line, whatever. So he probably feels like some type of obligation. But still, are you really that much of a piece of shit that you can't stand up to your family? I mean, I think Charles is the real piece of shit here and like started oh, we, all well, of this bullshit. you already knew that. Yeah, Charles is so trash. He, again, looks like trash. <laughs> looks we like were a clown. laughing our asses off the other day talking about if we think Charles or the queen are going to kick it for her. <laughs> I mean, it would be very funny if, okay, people are going to come away from this episode thinking we just like laugh like about death. people's deaths. Okay, but these are literal but, colonizers, you guys. Come on. Yeah, it would be kind of funny and just like an ironic way if Charles be passed before Elizabeth because she's 96 years old. I feel like that's going to happen, <laughs> deadass. I feel like he, I just feel like that's the way the world works. Like some crazy ass shit like that would happen and we'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> I have to say, I don't really have beef with the queen. I think she's like kind of iconic. Okay, um, you and... like the queen because she did a photo shoot with Paddington. <laughs> she's friends with Paddington. Um, but I do think it would be kind of a power move if she just lived to be like 122. Oh like you, could you, you imagine? Were, you were saying you were like, oh, she, <laughs> she could die this decade. Like that's very likely. She's she old could, as fuck. But, like, but also, like she could not. <laughs> like she's still walking and everything. Right. Oh, she's right. So. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you have like all the attention of the world and like all the pampering in the world directed to you. You're gonna live longer. But like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> but we shall say, I suppose. We shall say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk about right. another royal family. Uh the family of Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Hell yeah. Royals. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't particularly like this headline where they're like, folks are praising Jennifer Lopez because it's like, honestly, like this is the bare minimum. Like exactly. Right. Like I think that that's stupid, but anyway, if y'all don't know recently, the Los Angeles Dodgers, which I'm going to step back a little bit. uh, I like was raised a partial Dodgers fan because my dad loves the LA Dodgers. So I look forward to this event every year because men in styled looks amazing. Great. So the fashion is great, but recently the Los Angeles Dodgers had their like annual gala and Jennifer Lopez was like, was the performer and she gave us multiple outfit changes. She was serving looks. She performed all her hits. And at one point she invited her child Emmy and introduced them using they, them pronouns. And everybody's apparently praising Jennifer Lopez for doing that, which I feel like, like I said, is the bare minimum. Um, like, yes, call your child by their pronouns. But still slay. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, some parents are, yeah, like, well, we'll talk about another parent that. <laughs> oh, this actually we'll pop culture is all parents. about parents. All about parents. Wait, yeah. I need to do it on purpose. This is Father's Day. This is Father's Day. Everybody's talking oh, about Oh, speaking dads. of Father's Day. Okay, I fucking love JLo, as we know. I saw on her Instagram that on Father's Day, did you see that? She posted a video about Ben and I was like, uh. <laughs> it was really sweet. You guys, like it was a compilation yeah. of videos, like candid videos of I, him and stuff. They look so to happy say, together. That's the thing. I have to say when they first got together, I was like, oh, God, not these motherfuckers again. But actually, though, like, and that was like a while ago. Like, they've right? kept at it. They're so cute. They're engaged, right? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're really cute and he just looks happy he he looks really good yeah like that's that's I like i it. feel like he did like a wedding <laughs> a little bit like he was looking like trash before well, his batman alco- era alcoholism Garbage. does to you <laughs> he has yeah. gotten sober <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks great he's in love <laughs> he's apparently a great dad did you see that yes lightning it happens oh shut <laughs> up <Okay. laughs> Uh, you know who's not a great dad? <laughs> Tristan Thompson. <laughs> we hate Tristan. Uh-huh. We hate Tristan. Which did you see that Drake brought him in for a music video on a song about like polygamy? That is so fucked up to me. I sh- that should have been its own separate thing. But yeah, in one of Drake's music videos for his new album, he brought Tristan Thompson in for a song about like I don't know multiple wives. I don't know the fuck. Interesting. Red flag. Tristan is trash. Yeah. Not polygamy <laughs> being red flag, but Tristan Thompson being a red flag. Yes. He's garbage. Together. Um, he looked like garbage rat. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, let me get to what I'm talking about. People, I saw like legit video footage of like a day that he was out with Chris and Chloe and his daughter, True Thompson, with uh Chloe Kardashian. Um, like ahead of Father's Day, and they did like this awkward, you know, the awkward like side hug thing. Yep. <laughs> they did that. Um, and so I think that was the first time that they were spotted together since like the whole news busted wide open about <laughs> Tristan Thompson um sleeping around when he's supposed to be with Chloe and then like fathering another child, and then like not saying that he did that, and then like it coming out. And then just recently the episode where she found out on their TV, their Hulu show drop so people like saw her reaction and she like popped off on the show about how like this is the type of person he is like she's done with she's straight up she's done with him which like girl you should have been should have been done but you know what i i actually kind of respect her because one you know that she tried really hard to like put that aside for her daughter to have like 
to grow up with her parents being together, which I mean, mm-hmm. good for you. But also even to this day, like she obviously was hurt by that, but like, she will not go in the press and like absolutely talk trash about Tristan. Like she knows that's her daughter's dad and she's not gonna like speak ill about him in the public because she knows one day her daughter's going to see that. And is going that's her dad. Like, I just respect that she is like limiting what she says about it to protect her daughter's relationship with her dad. Cause you know what? A lot of baby mamas do not do that. True. Oh. <laughs> what? You said true. <laughs> like uh, true. <laughs> that's the kid's name. <laughs> so yeah. But also amid all of this, Apparently Tristan still hasn't made any effort to meet his son that he fathered with Marilee Nichols. And she's like suing him. Who that? For the baby mama. What'd she do? He hasn't met their son. And he said, no, what does she do? Who is she? She's like a model or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but he hasn't met their son. And even though he made that whole Instagram story about how I look forward to amicably raising our son, he hasn't made any effort to meet his kid, even though like he, she took him to court and was like, you need to make an effort. He's still not doing anything. So jail. And a trash. They are such trash. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of trash men that I honestly <laughs> don't ever want to talk about ever again. <laughs> I just thought this was interesting. If you don't know, also Elon Musk is like <laughs> white. He's like white Nick Cannon. He has so many kids, and like nobody knows about all of them. One of them's a robot. Uh... Literally, he has too <laughs> many kids. Um, his I guess one of his like older kids, um, his daughter has officially filed court documents to change her name because she doesn't want to quote be related to him in any way, shape, or form. Imagine that. This is so funny. Imagine your own <laughs> offspring takes to courts to legal courts <laughs> to remove your name from hers so that she no longer has to be associated with you okay it has what, to be absolute trash what makes this so funny though is you know the vengeance and the hatred must run deep because by doing oh. this she's essentially she's not getting any money from her dad's fortune oh after this of course. so the hatred must run deep if and she has no interest that, in that and on money. top of that i was just talking to my friend about this my friend kayla uh recently like like changed her last name a few years ago and that shit is not easy like changing your name yeah you have to go through a lot of shit and so like having to do all that on top of yeah like giving up whatever amount of inheritance you might have had <laughs> i think the inheritance I mean, I is the her. funniest part like because you know she would just uh, that's just an easy way to get rich like he's so wealthy that right even a fraction of what he has would yeah set for life yeah so the fact that she was so willing to just relinquish that to get imagine being such a trash ass parent though that like your kid is like no literally fuck you honestly i have i don't fuck with anyone that is an elon musk defender (laughs) yeah no not even like as like a in what world there's a fly that just flew in from the camera if you're wondering i was swatting frantically i feel like Um, nobody saw that for you uh so (laughs) anyway but yeah uh, even as like supposed meme lord status, like whoever thinks he's funny, he's not funny. It, it's not funny. Yeah, like S- his the SNL episode was one of the worst ever. His trashiness like outweighs like any amount of humor that he could possibly have. Like precisely. You're done. You're done. Trash. I wish. I wish like Twitter would like Donald Trump him. Like just remove him. Get him I out. don't think it's gonna go through because there's. Oh, so I don't much, think so like, either. Regarding there the is. deal. I don't think it's going to end up happening. So fingers no, crossed. There's no way. That would be bad. 
Ugh, be Especially so if he wants to reinstate Trump to, to Twitter. Not great since apparently he wants to run again. Oh God, yeah. We don't <laughs> anyway, need. We don't need a good repeat. news. Good yeah. news only. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Are yeah. we ready for the media moment? I'm so ready. I'm actually really excited. It's time for the media moment. Okay. Well, I'm actually going first. You're gonna have to hold your. <laughs> um, but I too am excited. So first I want to give a shout out. So I'm not regarded as being homophobic, but, um, the third and final season of love Victor did drop last week and Nick and I did watch it in one day together. Um, I did keep track of how many times I cried because I think I told you, you I would do that. So I fulfilled my promise and I'm here to let people know I yeah, posted on Instagram, but I'm going to tell them now. So my cry count, I cried once during episode two three times during episode seven, Nick cried once. And I cried five times during episode eight, which is the finale. And Nick also cried once. I fought for it to be considered four. And Nick was like, no, it should be five because you took a small break in between the two cries. So- <laughs> Small break? <laughs> yeah, it was like pretty much the last like 10 minutes was just a series of crying. <laughs> and I argued it as being four because I thought there was like a small break in there where I wasn't crying. And he was like, just count it as five. And I was like, okay. Um, but Love, Victor was pretty good. I mean, it's definitely the weakest season just because I felt like th- you could almost tell maybe that they found out they weren't getting another season during the writing process. So it felt like the beginning of the season, it did not feel like the last season. And then towards the end, they were like, oh, we got to wrap this up. So it felt a little rushed in terms of, certain characters because there were like new characters this season a few of them it's like oh this is in the this last economy one. No. yeah but i just love those characters so so much and i think it's such a great show for like actual meaningful representation and we did watch it on disney plus since it's available there now yes hashtag resistance yeah but it was great and it's just great i love that show and i'm sad it's over but the real media moment Ooh. is another thing i love so um apparently no one else has heard about this movie (laughs) it was playing at 279 theaters last weekend and and somehow you managed to make it to one (laughs) yep it made an average of only 700 dollars a theater oh my god (laughs) but i saw this trailer randomly like a month and a half ago or so and i was like this looks like a zach movie so it's called brian and charles i don't know if i've said that already but i'm gonna say it again and the concept is it's a mockumentary and it's this camera crew following this inventor who lives in the Welsh countryside. His name is Brian. He's just like a loner and he invents all these little random things that don't really work. Um, just minding his own business. And then one day he creates a robot out of a washing machine and a mannequin head. And, you know, because this movie is like, whimsical it doesn't really care to explain how this could happen but the robot works it's like fully sentient um (laughs) and his name is charles and it's just a movie about how like brian finally has his friend now to help around the house but then they actually form like a friendship but then there's like jealousy because brian starts falling in love with this woman in the village and then there's drama because there's 
jerk ass guy in the village that steals Charles at one point. But it's just a very like, it's just a very quaint British film. It's like 80 minutes long. It's so short. You love you a short, quaint British film. I do, but this movie was funny. And the reason why it was so funny, I'm going to show you a picture right now. But the comedy of Charles is one, his voice is like like a text-to-speech thing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the TikTok ones? No, like worse than that. Like like, <laughs> like the, the original text- TikTok yes. ones? <laughs> no, worse than that. Like think about like text-to-speech <laughs> from like 2010. Oh, no. where It sounds like really robotic. So it's like really dry. And then the best decision about this movie is it's clearly a like- it's a human being with a box on top of it and a mannequin Stop. head. I'm going to show joking. you a picture of Charles. That's Charles on the left. <laughs> so it's it's a human being <laughs> with just a box and a sweater on it and a mannequin head. Oh my head. God. It is hysterical. And so when there's moments of like, like Charles sees hula dancing on TV and he wants to recreate it. So he goes out and he starts twirling in a hula skirt. But since he's this like box on legs, it's so funny. Oh, I was laughing my ass off. I was also one of only two people in the theater. The first, the oh premiere God. showing of this film at my movie theater. I was one mm-hmm. of two people. Um, I was doing the majority of laughing, but- How long is it running at your theater? It's still there. So <laughs> I, I don't know what motivated it to go Aww. there, but I'm very happy they did. I just think not only is it like gut-bustingly funny, it's very sweet. And it's a film about like, companionship and how the idea of having companionship it doesn't always have to take the form of like romance like we traditionally see it um and it almost kind of leads on this idea of like companionship is important to survive and like be happy but it doesn't have to be romantic and it doesn't even have to be like human either I just thought it was kind of playing with these interesting ideas in a subtle way. And even the woman that he starts falling for, there's, there's no physical interaction there. Like you can tell that they like each other, but it's not, it's not based on like sexual attraction, which I thought was cool. Um, And the end did make me cry a little bit. The very end, I thought it was very sweet. And so I just wanted to mention this film because no one is seeing it. And I think more people should see it because it's great. And it's definitely Aww. my second favorite movie of the year so far behind. Wow. I think you can guess which film it's behind, but we'll um, let the people guess. We'll leave that up to yeah. their um, to their listening. You guys, everything everywhere is still playing at my theater. And I think I might see it a fourth time. <laughs> a fourth time. Yes. I was thinking about seeing it again. It's so good. But anyway. <laughs> Go see Brian and Charles. It's so good. Wow. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. What's that yours? Funny. Well, actually, I thought this was funny. We both have like sneaky double um, media moments, low key, high key. <gasps> I know. I'm okay with that. So, um, as you all know, I mentioned this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I was reading um, the book Verity by Colleen Hoover. Yes. And y'all also know that I hated. Um, what is it called? It ends with us. I forgot what it was. I brought it up at dinner today and Kayla was like, who told you to read that? (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those like book talk books where like it's internet famous, but like, it's honestly not even that good. So a lot of book talk books are like that. (laughs) Well, right. So I was ready to give up on Colleen Hoover. I was like, all you hoes like this bitch and 
it's not giving. Um, and then somebody was like, no, just try this book. So I was like, fine. It's like radically different. It was like a thriller. Um, they like label it as romance thriller, but honestly you could take out all the quote unquote romance and it would still be like the same book. Yeah. So it was like good. Um, but I finished it on Friday. Um, and wow, the ending had my jaw on the floor. I was on the floor. Shook. It was on the floor. Whoa. I was shook. It, it, and honestly, it was like, I, when I picked it up on Friday, I wasn't even that far, that far into it. So I like read a lot of it just like straight through and finished it. And so like, when I first picked it up earlier, I was like, where is this going? Like, I was just like, and it was getting a little bit difficult to read at times. Like it was just making me like a little squeamish. Like, I don't know. It was, it was getting, it was a little difficult, but the ending. Wow. She really <laughs> did that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so we'll see if I'll read another Colleen Hoover book. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I mean, it's still 50, 50 at this point. Right. This one was good. So I will say that. Um, but my actual media moment for the week is, um, so wait, you see the title on our, on our outline. Do you know, Yes. do you know no. what this is? Okay. It's blank. No, but I'm saying, do you know, like what like, you've never heard? Yeah, of this My movie? mind is blank. I've okay. never heard of the Duke and I, <laughs> oh my God, bro. It's a fucking Bridgerton book. And she's got the TV show license cover too. Okay. Not even the original cover. I know. I will say I, searched, I scoured for the original <laughs> cover and they did not have it at target when I went. So I am pissed about that. I'm actually, I'm going to rebuy it once I finish it. Not with the re-buy. original cover. No, I am. I am. Cause I, I cannot be caught. With this, yeah, with embarrassing. this TV cover, <laughs> it's super embarrassing. But this is the this is what I got. So I started reading the Bridgerton books because I was like, now I'm on like a hot streak with reading, and I was like, I want to read another book. And I had this just as like decor, but then I was like, let me just read it. Let me just, let me just you know, let me try it because y'all know I love the TV <laughs> show. Um, and I have not. I'm like dying to finish it. I'm. It's really long. Um, it's like pretty. It's one of those books where the text is really small and the pages are thin as fuck. So okay, like it doesn't, look, say, that it doesn't look that long. No, like look at this text. Oh, that's very. What was that ten point? Jesus. Right. There's it's tiny and the pages are thin, so it's really. It's I mean, a paper lot. is quite thin. <laughs> okay, but I mean, <laughs> it like doesn't look like a lot, but it is. So I'm not like super far into it, but I really like it. I dare I say I like it better than the TV show, just because I love <sighs> getting. It's written from third person, so you get Simon and Daphne's inner monologue, like simultaneously and if you've never if you don't know anything about Bridgerton the first season is kind of like um the like fake boyfriend trope and so watching them like pretend to not like each other while like in their heads they're like going mad over each other oh it's amazing and then also like I love being able to like say some of the dialogue out loud with like my British accent (laughs) (laughs) We both have an obsession of doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, of course, there's no dialogue on this page, but I'll just be like, London is awash these days <laughs> with ambitious mamas. That lady works ball last week. This author saw no few. Like, it's just so fun. I love it. So I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to read it when we're done recording. It's, I'm, I'm oh loving God. it. And the fact that there's so much content, there's not, there's eight books in this series. So, Holy and I think shit. I'm going to read them before they release all the shows. Cause the season, the TV show is going out of order now. Um, like the first two seasons were in order, but they just announced the third season is going out of order of the book. Using. I know. 
but also the books are kind of like standalone like you could read any of them i think well don't well, you'll have to I let us know the first one but i feel like you could <laughs> like i watched season two of bridgerton before i watched season one so i feel like if the tv show is kind of standalone like the books are too <laughs> maybe but well yeah, enjoy I'm super excited i'm enjoying myself a lot so couldn't be me. If we get lucky, I might have a media moment some point this year about a book, but I've been very, 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 very slowly working through one this year. Oh, so. you have. You are reading something. Nick and I are reading the same book, actually. We have like uh, our own little book club. Oh my God. The thing about this book, though, is that it's long. It's like 800 pages long. Oh, that and is long. It is basically a trauma narrative. So it's very, very sad. Why are you reading that long <laughs> ass it's, book? Because that's it's, sad. Like, it's like beautifully written, though. Okay. And there's like gay people in it. So it's called a little life. So I'm just trying to finish it this year. That's my only goal. This year? <laughs> and I'm like about 220 pages in. Okay, well, you have six months. So I know I'm just a very slow reader and That's movies okay. are always more fun. Yeah. But anyway. Um, okay. So I guess we should tell the people that we are going to be recording and putting up an episode next week, but we will be not recording the week after that you're right wow this is coming up fast yeah so you guys are going to get an episode next week but then we'll take a break because we're going to be gone for sherry's really mad about that oh yeah she's like how dare you (laughs) yeah because there's a holiday and eli and i will be trapped we're actually taking we're traveling together together. yeah that'll be fun we should put like a little photo dump on our instagram oh we should that'll be cute but yeah so we're not going to record on july 5th but we'll be back and lots is happening next week um besides us leaving uh only murder starts next week oh i'm so excited okay i (laughs) that is exciting but i also have to tell you i had like major disappointment today because uh you know how i'm like actually really fucking excited to see the marshall marcel the shell movie are the reviews bad (laughs) it has 100 percent of rotten tomatoes (laughs) <laughs> the reviews are excellent actually wow um so it comes out this friday in limited release and i was like oh when am i gonna be able to see this and i googled it and google said that on wednesday night next wednesday night that the amc in georgetown was showing it at 7 p.m and i was <gasps> like oh my god i need to see this before we leave on our trip <laughs> and then i checked the actual amc website and it was Thursday, not Wednesday. And we're leaving on Thursday morning. Ugh. So I allowed myself to be excited for like 30 minutes because I thought I was going to be able to see Marcel the Shell in like Despicable. a week. And that's not the case. But hopefully I'll be able to see it soon because... You're not going to try and see ooh. it while you're in Ohio? Girl. <laughs> Limited release. Oh, it, sorry. No way it's playing in Ohio. at like uh, the, That the one four- movie... That you just saw was playing in 200 theaters and one of them happened to be in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay, that is not the same as Piccolo, Ohio. The <laughs> the four-screen movie theater in Piccolo, Ohio, Ohio is playing like Lightyear and Minions and that's probably it. So <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. It's funny because Nick Damn. said the same thing. I'm like, y'all just don't understand how the movie business works. Okay, but. okay. <laughs> but the thought is nice. Anyway, I guess we'll be talking to you guys next week. And And then not. And then not. (laughs) Uh, But that's okay. They'll be fine. We need a little break. Yeah. To celebrate America. Yeah, I'm sick of him. (laughs) Just kidding. We're not going to be doing that. No, we are going to be drinking a lot, though. 
Yeah, probably. (laughs) Okay. Have a good night. Have a good night. Hope you didn't hear the rain this episode. They're literally, I didn't even hear the rain. So I think I can't hear it. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, bye. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah.